It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Thursday! Thursday, finally! Friday lights. Yes. Little Big Town with the national anthem. Usually Remy and Casey, but this week... It's Casey and Meat on 92.3 WIL, or for the next week moving forward. Dad's out this week. Just letting the kids have the house. What'd you guys call it when I left? Man's week. Oh, this is girls week. No, it's no. That's not how it works. (laughs) not how it works. Remy is gone in Disney World with the family. He had an awful day yesterday at the show. And he knew he was going to have an awful day. He kept saying it in the morning, and it, it happened. Yeah, so he we're forced gonna, it. We're going to have to talk about how he, he maybe manifested that. We'll tell you about it later on. But also, we've got Chris Lane tickets, uh, Tim McGraw tickets coming up at 8 a.m., an iconic actor announcing his leave from Hollywood. It's a big deal. Also, Meets Eats coming up. And we we got to talk sports, especially after that Cornell's game yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a football game. Yeah. So let's hop to it Thursday on 92.3 WIL or Friday Light. It always sounds more fun I that like way. like Friday Light. Yeah. Let's yeah. get it. Remy and Casey. I forgot those were there. <laughs> 92.3 WIL. It's New Country for the SDL. Yesterday, we talked about Remy leaving for his family vacation. They left yesterday afternoon. And Remy... He's a wound tight kind of guy. Yeah, he's a war, a worry wart. Yes, he kind of he tends to stress himself out if things aren't going to plan, and you know, travel can really heighten that. Yeah, with kids, the wife, getting everybody together. We had a big chat with him yesterday about, you know, enjoying this travel time, turning off your phone, don't think about work. I kind of want to take a bet on how soon he's going to text or email one of us. <laughs> He'll be posting to the 92.3 Facebook page soon. <laughs> From Orlando. <laughs> exactly. Um, even though we had that big ch- chat with him, I still feel like trouble made its way in. Of course it did. Because yesterday afternoon, by the way, everybody's okay. But yesterday afternoon, Remy sends you and I a photo of their uh. Jeep totaled toe up on the side of the highway. Sideways on the highway, just not looking good at all. One tire was completely gone. Yeah. One side smashed in, both panels front, back, all of it. And all he says is, Lauren totaled the Jeep. Yeah. And we're like, oh my gosh, is she okay? What's going on? That text to me said, told you so. That's right. what that text said to me. Was, I knew this was going to happen. I know. And I kind of, <laughs> as soon as we found out that Lauren was okay, this sounds horrible, but I almost gave myself a little eye roll. Like, of course, yep. this would happen to him. It's a total Remy thing. Yep. And I also have to say, once I realized that she was okay, thank God it wasn't the forerunner. Oh my goodness. Everyone knows that Remy got this brand new forerunner back in January and it's the light of his life. I don't know that he was as excited when he had his kids. I would agree with that. It's funny because he parks it out front of the station. We're supposed to park in back. No one parks out front but him. But him. Sometimes I do. But he parks it out front just so he can sit in his chair and stare at it all day. I know. He's a proud papa. So (laughs) thank goodness it wasn't the forerunner. However, they totaled the Jeep on their way to drop the dogs off before they hit the airport. So I'm as I... I assume no kids were in the car, which is also good news. Lauren's good. But now you know he's going to be spending the rest of the week thinking about that Jeep. That's that's exactly what he's going to be doing. I texted him last night. He was on the plane and he had texted me back. It'd been a while. I hadn't responded. And I saw a picture of the kids. He put a picture of his kids up in the plane. They looked happy. And I'm like, dude, the the kids are happy. It's going to be a great trip. Just enjoy it. Don't, Don't worry about everything back here. It'll all be the same when you get back. Just do Florida for a while. I know. 
Why is it always that the worst things happen when you're supposed to be in that vacation mindset? Never fails. And then will he be able to shake that off? Knowing Remy, no. He's no, he's not gonna be able to shake it off. He's gonna constantly be wondering who's gonna get the car. How am I gonna get? Uh, how am I gonna get back when we get home? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? How are we gonna get to the dogs? We're Has this ever happened to up. you? Yes, it's happened to me. I uh, went to Vegas a couple of years back, and our washer the day we left. You know, you're washing things last uh-huh. second, getting ready for the trip. It crapped out on us. <sighs> Just moved into the house, so like no extra money laying around for all this stuff. And of course, the washer on the way to Vegas where you know you're going to lose everything. Right. Where you know you're going to lose everything. <laughs> like, nobody comes back from Vegas with money and feeling good about their financial situation. That's a good Let's point. Let's be honest. That is a good point. Why is it that the worst things always happen at the worst moment, right when your guard is down? What is it for you? I remember kind of the same thing for us, having a big New Year's Eve party. Hours before everyone comes over, boom, washer floods the house. Oh, no. Poor Remy. Ruined your whole party. We're thinking of him right now. Let us know. It's 92.3 W-I-L. Lace him up. It's time for Sports with Beach on 92.3 W-I-L. Casey, you said the gingerbread man came storming into the house yesterday, excited about the Cardinal score, right? Yeah. It's because they put a beat down on the Washington Nationals 29 to 8. Oh my gosh. 29 to 8. Now, not a football score. It's not the St. Louis football Cardinals from back in the day. Uh, yeah, 29 to 8 yesterday. It was kind of a close ish game, 13 to 8 until the eighth inning when the Cardinals put together 15 total runs. Are scores like this more common in yeah. like spring training? Yeah, you're going to get a lot of guys like a pitcher may start the game and they'll take him out early and then it's a lot of young guys just getting reps and they'll have, you know, multiple players play multiple play, uh, in one position throughout the game. So that can definitely happen, but some good things for the Cardinals. Yachty picked up his first home run of the spring. Paul DeYoung got his first home run as well. Uh, the third home run for Paul Goldschmidt, but uh, some good things happened for the Cardinals yesterday in a wow. win. That's great for them. There was another team in the sports world. Things did not go so well. Uh, St. Bonaventure. Does that name ring a bell at all, Casey? I've heard it. I don't know them. So they're a team that is in the Atlantic 10. They play SLU uh, each and every year. They're in the same conference. They were playing last night in the NIT. That's essentially like the JV version of the NCAA tournament. So if you don't make the tournament, everybody gets a bid or most teams get a bid to the NIT. They're playing in the semifinal game. A chance to go to the championship. They're from New York. The game is in New York City, so the school is sending all kinds of students to the game. Sure. Students had some problems, though. Here's how the trip went. Multiple buses. One bus caught on fire. Another bus had the emergency hatch fly off of the bus. One bus got a flat tire, and another bus got pulled over by a state trooper. Oh, my gosh. And then they lost. It's like somebody... Somebody really had it out for this team. Yeah, that's a sign. Planted something crazy. Like, uh, what's what's the urban legend? You know, the old movie where like everything bad is happening. Just avoid that, maybe. Oh my god, should have been some of the signs. So things not going well for St. Bonaventure, but they did fall eighty-four to seventy-seven to Xavier last night in the NIT. Well, yeah, uh, they're all stressed out. (laughs) Could you imagine? They're like, do you know what we've been through today? We don't got time for basketball. (laughs) Nobody's got time for this. That's the latest in sports. A great day for the Cardinals, not so much for the Bonds. Uh, thank you so much for that meet. Uh, it's great to hear that the Cardinals are doing so well, so close to opening day in St. Louis. Next week. Next week. Think about that. Next Thursday? Friday? Next Thursday. Thursday? We'll be there too. Remy and Casey. 
The man, the iconic actor, Bruce Willis, announced he's leaving Hollywood, leaving acting. And it always takes you by surprise whenever something like this comes from such a renowned celebrity. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit confused by it, but you know the reason. Yeah, sometimes these celebrities seem kind of invincible, and when something like this happens, it definitely throws you. But uh, last night, his daughter, Rumor, put on her verified Instagram account uh, a caption uh, that said... uh, uh, with, a, with a photo uh, with Bruce Willis from Die Hard and it said essentially that he's stepping away. He's got, I, I believe it's called aphasia. I'm, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Okay. Uh, it sounds like it is a language issue that it could stem from a, a stroke, a brain tumor. It sounds like there's a bunch of different causes that could uh, result in this, but it causes language issues and comprehension issues down the line. So it sounds like at some point, there may be issues talking, understanding, speech, mm-hmm. things like that. So uh, it's just kind of time to step away for Bruce Willis. Wow, which is so wild because I think about Bruce Willis and I don't think of it, you know, he's not that old. I think of him as generally not done with his career y- yet. Younger 60s, maybe, something like that. Yeah. I also kind of noticed that something might be up whenever he recently was in a photo that his ex wife, Demi Moore, posted on her social media and he had come over and they were just like hanging out on a Saturday or something. And I remember thinking, oh, that's nice. You don't always see divorced couples <laughs> just hanging out with their families all blended like that. Right. Like that's nice of them. And ever since hearing this news, I realized, oh, of course, like now is a time for a family to come together no matter whatever came between them. Absolutely. Makes you kind of realize what's important in life and everything. Right. Uh, he, he's 67, by the way. And you mentioned to me more like I forgot that they were a thing at one point. It's yeah. like how much time has passed and how many different things have happened to, to both of their lives. But uh, as big of a a role as he's played in the last three, four decades in Hollywood, he seems like a guy who's kind of stayed under the radar. Yeah. You don't hear a lot about him. Like, you know, you hear some stuff about Tom Hanks here and there or yeah. different actors. But I feel like you, you don't hear a whole lot coming out from him in his personal life. But still, definitely a celebrity who decline will sort of affect you emotionally. It got me thinking about these celebrities that when their decline happens, it just hits you somewhere deep. It hits you different. Like whenever Randy Travis had his stroke, Mm -hmm. you see him these days. It breaks your heart a little every time. And interesting, they never let us see Betty White's decline. That's a, that's a good point. I whenever, wonder how much she wanted that, how much in control she was of that. Yeah, whenever that started to happen, we don't really know because they didn't quite let us see it. And I think that's interesting. They really kept her uh, image together up until we found out that she passed. Yeah, and after we did, after she did pass, we got that piece of audio. I, I think it was, was it a birth, her birthday audio maybe? It was something yes. about her just saying thank you to the fans and all the support. And you could tell, you could, could hear, hear it, it, that things had really changed at that point. Yeah. Uh, but the Bob Saget loss, that did it for me. That was like the eye opener. Like I'm at the point now in life where the people I watched growing up are hitting kind of this stage in their life. The one that's like scary to me, Steve Carell. Like when that Ooh, happened, okay. like he's the, that guy for me watching him in the office, all of his movies. I loved it. So that's kind of one of those people for me. Just yeah. don't want to get there. I think Tim Allen is that person for me. For sure. When that happens, I'm going to go on a... I'm probably going to lock myself inside and watch the <laughs> Santa Claus and Home Improvement for like 24 hours straight. Such a major part of the childhood. Is there a celebrity who's decline? You just find yourself anticipating them declining. Um, Knowing that it's coming even though you don't want it to. 
Yeah, that's. I, I like that. I, I'm interested to hear from the people about what they think about it all. So I'll post a little bit text. of it on our Facebook page as well. You can follow us at 923WYL or, like Meet said, just text us at 314 699 4766. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 923WYL. Give me one word to describe Reba. Oh, man. Voice. Voice, yeah. She's got that voice. Twang. And twang. She's got that twang. She's also just so generous. And I think everybody kind of knows that about her personality. Yeah. It's hard to miss. She's a good human. She, the the show that she has, like where she's the mom and everything, Reba. that's the vibe that I get from her. Like, I feel like you she can walk into her house herself. and she's like, come on in, have a drink. Yes. What do you need? You want something to eat? Exactly. I loved that show. I, w- I kind of wish it would come back. Anyway. You're all about the sitcoms. I know. <laughs> I'm so cheesy. So earlier this month, Celebrity Fight Night. Do you know much about Celebrity Fight Night? No. Okay, so literally death fight night, but like celebrities, oversized boxing gloves. I like this. And basically it's just a big old fundraiser where they all get together. They laugh at each other. There's some performances, but they raise a lot of money for cancer research. I'm on board for that. I like it. Reba was one of the MCs at this year's fight night. And she says that, you know, it was also on her to host a lot of like the auction stuff, putting mm-hmm. things up for auction. And she auctioned off a dinner with herself. Could you imagine? Tell you what, I don't know how much it went for, but I don't think it was enough because then she followed up with that by saying, and you know what? Does anybody like this dress I'm wearing? <laughs> I got this designer dress on and if you want it, you can buy it. And so people were raised, all, she said all the women perked up and they were auctioning for the dress off her back. That is awesome. Because she simply decided, mm, that's not enough. Let me throw in some more. Go Reba. I know. So she said that she made that impromptu decision and the person who actually got the dress is somebody that Reba has a personal relationship with. It went for 150 grand. Oh my goodness. It's a Jonathan Kane. not going to lie. Don't know who that is. Nope. But he uh, must be worth a lot. I bet it's fancy. Get it? 100 and... <laughs> for the dress off her back. She says it's okay because it all went to charity, but because she knew the person directly that bought it from her, she's not named them. They said, hey, I don't want you to take that home and dry clean it and send it to me in a few weeks. I want you to, I want it now. I want you to give it to my driver and I want it now. That's weird. And Reba was like, well, dang girl. All right, hang on. So she was like, I had to go back and throw jeans and my boots on for the rest of the event. (laughs) And I'm like, that's so Reba to be like, yep, that's fine. Let me just go throw my Wranglers back on. Let me me do it. That's great. And like, I feel like for, uh, for a lot of these artists, like certain dresses, certain clothing items, those are like a a really big deal. You go to the Country Music Hall of Fame and I remember going to see Shania's exhibit and it's dress after dress after clothing outfits. Yeah. That's big time. It is a big deal. And those dresses are expensive. The designers are also a big deal. Like sometimes they don't give you the dress to wear. They kind of just let you borrow it for the night. I don't know what the deal was here, but Reba was like, you know what? It's for charity. So it's going down. I I love it. Love her. Oh, there's that remix. Give me a little bit of life this morning. So good. I'll post more about this to our Facebook page. Follow us everywhere at 92.3 WIL. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Bricklayers Local 1. Earn while you learn. Visit BACSTL.com. We'll come back in just a few minutes with news. Real news.
is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, let's talk a little bit about your home. Let's go inside the home of Casey and the gingerbread man. <laughs> okay. I want to know what uh, what some features you have in the house are. Um, how about wall-to-wall carpeting? Do you have that in any room? Mm, yes. Wall-to-wall carpeting. With the bedroom, the upstairs, the bedrooms, okay. yeah. Okay, we'll check that one off the list. Uh, a 35-inch TV. Do you have that? 35? Like I think 35, I... specifically 35. No, no? Okay. Okay. bigger. No. Uh, how about bathroom carpet or a waterbed or wallpaper? No bathroom carpet, thank goodness. No waterbed, thank goodness. Wallpaper? And no wallpaper. No wallpaper? No. Wow. Well, since you do have the uh, the first one we talked about, the wall-to-wall carpeting, you are officially low class. Whoa. According to people online. That's right. That's right. Uh, people online are talking about the things that used to be high class back in the 90s, 80s, maybe early 2000s, but now those things have transformed into low class items. So carpet all throughout the house. How about bathroom carpet? Oh my, I can't even, I can't even believe that that was ever a thing or kitchen carpet. Why would anybody, yeah, that that makes no sense, but the beard hairs and the carpet and everything, that's disgusting. But yeah, some of those things make the list. Satellite dish is another one up there. Yeah. I've got a satellite dish on my house right now that's not connected, that's still up there. Oh, he says it's not connected though, so it's fine. No, I think that's the bad part that it's not connected (laughs) and it's still up there. But yeah, those are some of the things that are making the list. And there's also a list that they've got out of things that used to be cool, that people thought weren't cool and then they really aren't cool. Yeah. Vegas is on that list? How do you throw Vegas? Vegas, I feel like Vegas kind of has that reputation now of like, okay, we've all been there, done that, seen that. It's over? I don't know if it's over, but it's got it. Like, you don't brag that you're going to Vegas these days. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. I feel you. Other news there, it's always difficult getting kids or pets, for example. If if your Uh dog has to take some medicine, you're going to sneak it in some food, right? Sure. Maybe put it in a little uh, bowl of food. Well... You can't do that with kids. You can't really sneak food in there. What do you think the number one way to get kids to eat vegetables or things they don't want to eat is? I think you got to bribe them. That's exactly what the correct answer is. And uh, adults are doing it. A poll of 1,000 parents said the number one way to get their kids to eat vegetables is just to simply bribe them. The average parent says they do it four times a week. Oh, my God. What are we bribing our kids with these days? All kinds of stuff. Ice cream. Chocolate. Other sweets, those are your top three items. Pudding. Pudding? Ew. I'd be like, now you can keep your vegetables and your pudding. A little snack pack action. (laughs) Oh, yeah, delicious. That's another great after-school snack. Uh, They also said video game time, iPad time, and staying up late were all bribery. Do you feel like you ever had to be bribed to eat whenever you were little or eat vegetables? Eat vegetables. Mine was always the milk. So I'm like you. I don't like milk. Yeah. And it was always, I remember being at my babysitter's house and she's like, we'd always have cookies for snacks. Mm -hmm. No cookies unless you drink your milk at lunch. Like, why are we having milk at lunch to begin with? (laughs) Absolutely not. I'd be like, no, thank you. Water, please. But I think we're getting into a uh, a new era of parents. Like you talked about Remy's yeah. yesterday, communication style with his kids. Yes. I think we're in a new era where parents are like, you know what? If you don't want to eat it, it's okay. Right. It's okay. Your little belly's full. Uh- <laughs> I think that's where we're at with most parents. I don't. You might get some people. You might get some backlash from that, but I want to hear it. How do you get your kids to eat their vegetables? 314-699-4766. That is the unprofessional news, and it's powered by Red's Tavern. There's always something happening. 
over at Red's. I can't wait to see what kind of parent you are someday. Oh, stop that. Kid's going to be sitting with vegetables on the table, and you're going to be like, you damn right, have Eat another steak. Food. You want a steak, boy? <laughs> Remy and Casey. So I just tell my daughter she's going to sit at the table until she's done eating her vegetables. How long does she sit there for before she gives in? Uh, I think her record was like 35 or 40 minutes at one point. I had to put them in the microwave to warm them back up, but she ate them. Now she's to the point where she gets home from school and asks for broccoli as a snack. See, that's what? how you know you're doing your that you're a great parent. That's so disturbing. Thank what you for the, the call. Debbie's ice cream. And no, now she's now she's into the vegetables. No. What are you doing? How are you bribing your kids to eat your ve- eat their vegetables these days? Because it looks like Rick's just making her wait it out, <laughs> and it seems to be working. The, that study said fifty one or uh, parents said fifty one percent of the time they just lose. And the kids win. I believe that too. <laughs> just, it's not worth it. Parents, we gotta take our power back. I say it like I am one. Yeah, I am one. Parents, I'm not. let's do this together, parents. <laughs> 923WIL. It's Casey and me. We've got Remy versus Casey coming up um, at 8 a.m. with Chris Lane tickets, uh, Tim McGraw tickets, and so much more. So join us for that, like I said, 8 a.m. WIL traffic powered by Dobbs. And right now, still traffic has been pretty calm today, but there is a stalled tractor trailer at 70 westbound at Mid-Rivers Mall Drive. Traffic's brought to you by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with 42 store locations. Check them out at gotodobbs.com. It's time for Remy versus Casey on 92.3 WIL. I'm coming in today with a one-point lead. If Remy wins, we're tied up, but if I can take it, then the month of March is mine. He hates this too. I love it. it. (laughs) We've got our contestants on the phone. Kim from St. Charles, Kaylee from Litchfield. Kaylee, you were on the phone first. Who do you want to play for you, Remy or Casey? I'm actually going to let my daughter pick. Aubrey, do you want Remy or Casey? Casey. Yeah. Casey. Aubrey gets it. Let's do it. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. It's the final day of the month. Casey leads it 11 to 10. It could all be over today. It could. Got to make it interesting. Always. <sighs> Last month, Remy lost. He was dancing with the Buckle Bunnies at Ballpark Village. Looked great, by the way. Thanks. Uh, could be doing another penalty this month, this next month. We'll find out. Today's game, you should probably know this. Wow. That's the game today. It's been, yeah. a, been a little bit. I would say this is a fair game to end it on. That's what I was going for. Fair, <laughs> balanced. Here we are. Uh, Remy, start yourself out in the hallway today. Get on out of here. Right. Casey is going to answer these. So I'll give these two uh, some random questions. They should know these. We'll find out if they really do. Casey. Got a lot of randomness on this one, but uh, the Final Four is this weekend. We've been talking a lot about it here on the show. Mm-hmm. What four teams are remaining in the Final Four? Oh, my gosh. This is ridiculous. There's there's questions on both sides here. I don't know anything about college-based basketball. Um, it's got to be Duke, UNC, Villanova, and it's not Gonzaga. They're out. Gonzaga. Mm, all right. We'll see how you did. You never know. You never know. Question number two, Casey. How many days are in the month of April? The month of April is next month. 30. Question number three. The show. We're going to Jamaica. Yeah. First question. How many colors are on the Jamaican flag? Three. Second question. What colors are they? (laughs) It's green. Oh, is it four? It's green and yellow and black. Question number five talking about the jamaica trip again when you guys go to jamaica the plane is going to be flying over a large landmass once it leaves florida what would that landmass be 
Cuba. <laughs> How do you feel, Casey? Not good. Remy, you better bring your A game. I hate coming into a game like that. This is a very balanced game. <laughs> I will say that I'm surprised. I'm not going to say which way, but I'm surprised with some of the answers you sound that Casey delighted. had. So, Remy, question number one. We're all over the place here with these. Four teams left in the NCAA tournament, the final four. What teams are they? Duke, UNC, Villanova, and Kansas. Question number two, Remy. How many days are in the month of April? April has 30 days, half September, April, May, 30. Question number three, Remy. Uh, Jamaica, that's happening soon. How many colors are on the Jamaican flag? No people saying autumn can't believe. Jamaica, we have a bobsled Bob team. <laughs> Green, yellow, black. Has white one of the colors? Gosh dang. I'm going to say three. What are those colors? Green, yellow, black. Last question, Remy. When the Jamaica flight happens, you leave Florida, you're going to fly over a landmass. What will that landmass be? I think if you fly directly over, you fly over Cuba. How did we do here? <laughs> a game of you should probably know this. What Casey, did you say? Oh, we're gonna I find know out, I guess. you're going to find out. <laughs> uh, all right, here's how we did. Uh, question number one. What teams are left in the final four? Casey, you said UNC, Villanova, Duke, and Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. You knew it wasn't right, the Gonzaga part. You got yeah. three of them right, though. That's You know what? That's better than I expected. <laughs> Meanwhile, Remy said Duke, UNC, Kansas, Villanova, which was correct. Hey, Four points for Remy. Four, go. three lead through the first question. Question number two. How many days are in April? That was a gimme. 30 for both of you. That was correct. That makes it five to four. Remy with the lead. Question number three. And a game of you should probably know this. What three colors are on the Jamaican flag where the show is heading next month? Casey, you said three. Remy also said three. And that's correct. How about the colors of those three, or those three colors? Yeah. Black, green, and gold. Yellow, gold, I'll mm-hmm. count it for okay, you Okay, cool. So you both are there. You <sighs> are both there. So it's right now, 9-8, Remy leading. Final question. On the flight to Jamaica from Florida, the plane is going to go over a large landmass. What will that landmass be? Remy, you said Cuba. Casey. You also said Cuba. The right oh. answer is Cuba. And that means... Remy. 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 Yes. By thank one. You, March Madness. By like one-fourth of a point. Oh, thank Casey, you. I'm a Kansas fan. You then why didn't you say anything about them? I can't them. cheat. You're not talking I'm about I'm not Duke. I'm not a cheater. Well, we're tied. Now what? Okay. Well, now we're tied. So... I think we decided we're going to play tomorrow for like a sudden death, right? Yeah, the first day, no April Fool's joke here. The first day of April is going to be the final game of the month. Winner take all. All right, well. We got it. I'm sorry, Kaylee. Kimberly, you won today since you chose Remy. Do you want those Tim McGraw tickets or Chris Lane tickets? Tim McGraw, please. This is a great way to start my anniversary day. Tim McGraw, please. Happy anniversary. You have a great day. Thank you so much for calling. Kaylee, we've got Chris Lane tickets for you coming up. All right, now we're laying it all on the line tomorrow. No pressure. You better not pull out a bad game for tomorrow. Oh, don't come at me. You better not pull out a bad performance for tomorrow. Mm. All right, we'll both go in with our A game. 
You know you want it in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Cakes and pies. Cakes and pies. It's Meats Eats. Did you say steak? On 92.3 WIL. It's funny because he's fat. Casey, it's time to get the stretchy pants on and prepare your stomach for what's about to happen. <laughs> okay. Meats Eats. Uh, I asked you if you like sauces, dips. Everybody likes that kind of stuff, right? Right, I think so. Cereal? Most, well, I guess you're not the biggest cereal fan. Most people like cereal. Yeah. How about some cinnamon toast crunch? Can you get down with that? I love cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon, some sugar. How about some cinnamon toast crunch spreadable dip? Huh? Now that's interesting. I'm imagining it like cream cheese on a bagel. Think of, yeah, Nutella, cream cheese, all that kind of thing. So uh, a couple of years back, Cinnamon Toast Crunch came out with a shaker salt, like dust is what they oh, called it. Oh, yeah. Like a seasoning of their delicious cinnamon sugar combination. Now they're coming out with a spreadable dip is what they're calling it. You can use it with fruit. You can use it on your toast in the morning, maybe with a little bit of butter. Dip some apples in it. Actually, but, you're right. I feel like this is the exact dip that goes in the middle of a fruit dish. Yes, yes. I, I was thinking about the apples and like the caramel dip you use. It'd be perfect with something like that. But uh, again, it's the Cinnamon, the sugar flavors, they say that it's got a little bit of a brown sugar and graham cracker kind of a taste to it, but it's officially out this month. Wow. So well, you see, can find that now. This is right up my alley. That like sweet breakfast, that's, I'm all about it. I know we're always talking about that little sweet tooth craving you get at the end of the night. Yeah. There's your perfect, uh, perfect solution for it. Also, 7-Eleven, if you're into the pizza game, everybody is. Their new app, it's called the 7 Now app. It's a delivery-based app. I assume it's going to be like what you're quick trip app might be, but more uh-huh. delivery. They'll bring it to you, kind of like a, an Uber Eats or a Grubhub. But with their new uh, their new app, they're offering right now BOGO large pizzas. Buy one, get one free. I believe it's about a $7 pizza. If you use it on their app, you're going to get it free through April 4th. So 7-Eleven is going to start like bringing me food as just like Postmates. Apparently so. Does 7-Eleven, are they big for their pizzas the way that like Casey's is big for pizzas? I don't think they're that big. Um, I know I'm a lot like, of- what is 7-Eleven going to bring me? Some cosmic brownies Ex- to my house? Exactly. And they, I think they've got rollers too, right? They've got like the hot dogs and all that stuff. Yeah. 7-Eleven, I believe, used to be like a really big food spot. And then I think they just kind of got outpaced by Quick Trip and everybody else. I do feel like 7-Eleven was like big in the 90s or the 80s. Now people are going to be, you're telling me people are going to get this app and they're going to have taquitos delivered to them. Apparently so. <laughs> Get yourself a Slurpee while you're at it. So that's all the latest from 7-Eleven. And Casey, one last story. What makes everything better in the food world? Butter. Okay, that's that's a good... Cheese. That's oh, good cheese. Call. There you go. There it it's is. cheese. Okay, good job, Casey. Qdoba. Do you say Qdoba? Qdoba? I say Qdoba. Qdoba, that's kind of what I normally say. Qdoba, uh, they've got a new cheese-crusted quesadilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, think about that. So instead of that soft flour shell that you normally get, which is always delicious, add a little bit of crunch to it. Cheese coated. It's going to be like skillet kind of pressed down, so it's going to crust it up a little bit. But you can get your normal chicken, beef, whatever options they have. It comes with guacamole, and it's around that $8 mark at Qdoba. Qdoba just gets it. You add cheese, boom, only gets better. Only increases the value. I'm a huge person. I, I Like the, um, the the crunch, I have to have the different like textures yeah. when I'm eating. I can't eat just a bowl of soup. I need a little crunch to, to add to it. Yeah. That's perfect. Get the soft, you get the crunchy. A little bit of deliciousness there at Qdoba. So that's the latest in Meats Eats. Get to Qdoba, 7-Eleven, or get your spreadable Cinnamon Toast Crunch. 
dip right now. You've succeeded in making me hungry Thank again. You. Thank you. It's my job. It's what I was going for. It's coming up in news meet. Uh, we've got a possible return. So there was a group about 20 years ago who said bye, bye, bye. Oh. Could they be saying hello, hello, hello? Okay. We'll find out next. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, how do you feel about uh, after work, go grab a nice drink, maybe a bite to eat at the sports bra? At the sports bra. The sports See, I bra. think you've got it wrong there. Nope, I don't. A new bar in Portland, Oregon is focusing on the women in the sports world. Okay. Uh, the owner, it's a brand new bar. The owner is a first-time bar owner who said a couple of years ago, her and some friends went to a bar. They wanted to watch the women's side of March Madness, the NCAA uh-huh. tournament. She said they got shoved into a far corner, kind of the dark corner in the back of the bar. Everybody else was watching the men's. She said, hey, something has to change. So she's got a new bar that will show nothing but female sports. I think this is so cool. It's pretty pretty cool, pretty different. So think about, you know, Applebee's back in the day. I think they might still have it. You walk in and they've got the different high schools in the area, the yeah. local collectibles. There you might see a Jackie Styles bobblehead or a oh. Britney Griner poster, or a Jackie Joyner cursy pair of cleats or uh, spikes from back in the day. Something like that. Now, uh, obviously there's a bunch of obstacles with women's sports on uh-huh. TV. So she's working with exclusive providers, ESPN Plus, streaming services, to try to get enough content so they have plenty of games to watch for people when they come into the bar. And right. if there's no women's sports on, TVs are just going to be turned off. That's kind great. Kind of a statement that they're making. I love that because this is kind of, I mean, men's sports are so mainstream yep. for a reason because they've been made mainstream. And I feel like a lot of times we don't really question it. But since Final Four and everything has really hyped up over the last week, you know, the last few days. For sure. It's really got me thinking like, wait, I don't even know what women's schools are still playing right now. Yeah. So shout out to these girls and the sports bra in, where is it, Portland? Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Great job. Uh, according to Nielsen, who's like the big rating monster, uh, 96% of pro basketball that was on TV last year was men's basketball. Wow. So uh, trying to make some change there. Casey saying goodbye. It's never an easy thing, but sometimes it's easier when you get to say hello. Bye, bye, bye. For NSYNC. There's a lot of people speculating. Did you see their latest Twitter post? No. They tweeted uh, earlier this week that a possible project is coming. They said something is coming. And this is a new graphic that they've got up. It's uh, a graphic. There's a female in it that's got like a hoodie on. And she's facing away from the camera. A bunch of bright colors. This is something is coming. This is volume seven coming soon. And... On the back of her hoodie sweatshirt thing, uh-huh. there's some kind of like stitching embroidery that it looks like it says pop. Pop. Do we have pop-up concerts? Ooh. Pop-up locations? Or is there a new album that's going to be something They're to definitely, do with pop? yeah, they're leaving Easter eggs for us. Man, just when you thought you saw the last of Justin and Joey and Lance and Chris Kirkpatrick... Here they come back again. It's been 20, over 20 years. Last year, they released their uh, 20th year collector edition for everybody to buy. Uh-huh. But thinking about this, I know Backstreet Boys came back a couple of years ago. I, I saw them at the Enterprise Center. Yeah. Uh, if NSYNC comes back, like, what are we, is that like Britney touring again? Like, what is this comparable right. to? Right. Or if they come back and everybody's like, uh, eh, 
been there, done that, seen that, I get it. What, yeah, I wonder which way it could go. If NSYNC comes to town, I'm buying a ticket. Not even Me thinking about closeted, it. Me is closeted Backstreet Boy NSYNC oh, boy band yeah. lover. Let's go to that roller rink that we were talking about the other day, and we'll skate around and listen to NSYNC the whole time like I was doing when I was 12. Oh, my god! Oh, yeah. Let's bring it back. Wasn't but expecting this. I'm in. Okay. You're learning something new every day. So NSYNC could be... On the way back, again, check out their Twitter that was tweeted earlier this week. That's the Unprofessional News, and it's brought to you by Red's Tavern. There's always something going on over at Red's. Does Eric Church need to take a note from Albert Pujols? Yes. Or do we all need to just mind our own business? Take a note. Nah. So after the news went absolutely viral yesterday that Eric Church had canceled his San Antonio tour date this weekend so that he could go watch his main men at UNC take on Duke in the final four. The internet blew up. A lot of people with a lot of different opinions let the man have a day off. But wait, your day off affects 70,000 other people. It's all, it's all cloudy. Very, very cloudy. Meanwhile, Albert Pujols still showing up to work his first day back to play with the Cardinals. In spring training, the games don't even count. While his wife is having brain surgery. Crazy. We saw this today and we thought, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is wild. Hold up. Albert Pujols walks off the field yesterday to learn that his wife's brain surgery went well. But we're talking about Eric Church <laughs> canceling a show with 70,000 people to go watch Final Four? Go to a basketball game when his team is there all the time. I They've been in the Final it. Four like 20 times in the past 15 years. I know. And we love Eric Church. Don't get us wrong. It's just, it's a little bit, this story's a little wild. It's a bad look. And we've never seen any artist or anybody do anything like this. But uh, I just want you to listen to this quote from Albert yesterday. It was a relatively routine operation. But still, you're cutting into somebody's head. So there's going to be some, some nerves there. But after the game, he asked about uh, compartmentalizing family and baseball and mm -hmm. having two different lives there. He said, quote, I think about it. But when it's time to lock in, I focus on what I need to do. Yes, my thoughts and my prayers are with Didi and my family, but he obviously means the focus is on baseball because he has a commitment and an obligation. Right. We also talked about this a little bit on air yesterday, and we asked you on our Facebook page, how did you feel about it? If you were in San Antonio, would you be upset? What do you What do you need from this and everybody commented basically saying I would really need a refund. I would really need a rescheduled tour date. That's the thing. It wasn't announced as a rescheduled moment. It was just canceled. I'm not even sure if a reschedule makes me happy. Now, of course, I'm overblowing this. Maybe he's allowed to do his own thing. If I bought a ticket to that night, made plans, did all that thing. I want more than a reschedule. That's exactly what Suzanne said on the Facebook page. Absolutely, I would be mad, especially if I was from out of town, bought flight tickets and hotel for that night, and I was excited for a big weekend. It's kind of last minute. So, like we said, you can still weigh in on the Facebook page. We still have so much love for Eric Church. But now I think we have even more love for Albert Pujols. Yeah, absolutely. We're so glad he's back, and we're so... We're so glad Eric Church was here a couple weeks ago and not during the week of the Final Four. You know, everybody talks about Albert and they're like, oh, he's not the guy he used to be. He's not the athlete. But that is exactly why you bring guys like that in because your younger guys take notice. It's building a culture. Great move by the Cardinals and by Albert. Exactly. Check it out. Follow us on the socials. It's 92.3 WIL. New country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. Or today, 
Casey and Neat. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Justin Moore, he's got a new single with radio right now. It's called With a Woman You Love. It's a good song. Really good song. And I started listening to him say how he wrote the album, or not the album, the single, how he got the idea for it, where he got the idea for it from. And it was actually inspired by the people that know him the best, his old friends from high school. The idea for With a Woman You Love, I had the title idea for a while. I don't even remember how it popped in my head. I was probably driving down the road or something. But it kind of got me thinking about all the conversations that you have, whether you be in high school or whether you're the first one to get married, as I was, of my group of friends. And we all give each other crap. And at the time, I was getting most of the crap. Why are you getting married and doing all this and that? Before you know it, you're going to be missing football games to go to the mall, and you're going to have a dog sleeping in your bed and all this kind of stuff. And they were right. <laughs> I do those things now. But it certainly is worthwhile when you have a partner like I do and, and my wife, Kate. And you, mm. we can't ignore it, are engaged as of last weekend. Like five days ago. Five days ago. Do you feel like you've gotten any of this from your close friends or is or are you kind of, are they at that point already in your following? I feel like I've got some friends that are split, a lot of friends that are married, a lot of friends that aren't. I definitely get the crap like, oh, really? You're going to, you're going <laughs> to give in? You're going to throw it all away? The good life? Uh, so I get that, but he's totally spot on about like the dog sleeping in the uh-huh. bed and missing games. Like you'll be all of a sudden missing a game. You're at some like Hobby Lobby or something and your favorite team is playing. Those are the things you sacrifice. Yeah, I really like how real Justin Moore keeps it. He performed at Boots and Bourbon for us yep. last summer and came and sat down with us beforehand and had a chat. And I was so surprised at how real he keeps it. We were like, be honest with us. Do you mow your lawn? <laughs> and he was like, do I look like I mow my lawn? No. Hell no, he doesn't <laughs> mow his lawn. He's like, I got people for that. However... I used to. And I was like, you know what? I respect you for saying that. Just like I respect him for keeping it real and being like, yeah, I totally get, you know, get the ish from my friends. Absolutely. But it's all worth it at the end of the day. And that's what the song's all about. Such a good dude. Such a a down to earth dude, like you said. And I was thinking about that, the, the boots and bourbon that we had. It's amazing that we had him in that type of setting and venue. Because you look back at his songs, at number one after number one after number one. Yeah. Just banging them out. It was a different world back then where we could get an artist as big as Justin Moore. Well, as popular as Justin Moore. <laughs> Not a big guy. Just a little guy. <laughs> at the pageant for an acoustic show. Amazing. So, anyway, I'll post more about this to our socials. Follow us at 92.3 on w- 92.3 WIL on Facebook, Instagram, even TikTok. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Brick. Layers Local One. Earn while you learn. Visit BACSTL.com. 92.3 WIL. It's new country for the STL. And Meet, have you ever been expelled or thrown out of somewhere? Because we all know what the biggest headline of the week has been. The Oscars. Why wasn't Will Smith thrown out of the Oscars? Expelled? What kind of person do you think I am? I would not do anything like that. Do you think I'm just going to walk up and punch somebody or slap somebody? No, but I don't know what you're doing. I Come could see on. if you got like thrown out of a game one time because no. you got a little rowdy in the stands. I'm a good sport, Casey. But I don't know. I'm just asking. Or thrown out of class. Yeah, okay. I've been thrown out of class uh, <laughs> a few times, maybe. There you go. <laughs> so Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars. We all know the story. I don't need to recap you on it. However, every day we wake up, it seems like there's a new addition to the story. Yeah, there's more. So we found out that 
the Oscars organization, association, whatever, they did ask Will Smith to leave mm -hmm. after that happened, and he refused. I don't know how you just say no. I think when you're Will did. Smith, they're like, okay, like, <laughs> you know, it. It's right. him. It's him. I, I, if it's somebody else, I don't know if it happens. So he says no. He continues to watch the whole show. He gets his Oscar. He gets a standing ovation for his Oscar. And then he goes to the after party, Oscar in hand, dances the night away. And I see now this is where all that frustration mm -hmm. comes from. There's a lot of people pushing back because he's smiling. He's got his trophy. He's dancing like nothing ever happened. Right. But now Chris Rock has opened his mouth for the very first time since the incident happened. Yeah, he was uh, he was at his show last night. We talked yesterday about he's got this tour coming out and tickets were like through the roof, hundreds and hundreds of dollars for these tickets. But his first night, everybody's waiting for him to talk about it. And he didn't. He said, I don't have a bunch of stuff about what happened. So if you came here to hear that, he said, I have a whole show that I wrote before this weekend. And I'm still kind of processing what happened. He did say, though, at some point, he'll talk about everything that happened at the Oscars. He said, it'll be serious and it'll be funny, but he's not doing it right now. And Wanda Sykes, who helped him host the Oscars, said that he apologized to her he apologized to the oscars like as an organization mm -hmm. right after he got off stage he was like immediately apologizing to people so i kind of feel a little bit from chris rock more than i did to initially begin with and i i know that will smith apologized as well but it feels like much more of a professional move by chris rock where he's like i feel bad for what i did and and will smith on my end it feels like it's almost being pushed like on it's him the pr yes yeah, the, the apology is expected right like his his person sent him this and was like hey you really need to post this. It's like your mom. Like, go tell your sister you're sorry. Like, I'm sorry. But you're not sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Even uh, Jim Carrey made a huge statement about it. He, I'm, is one, he's so well-spoken. Yeah. And he made me see things from a whole nother angle as well. So we're going to post that video to the Facebook page. I don't know if I'll leave it up there all day because I kind of want this story to blow Just over. Yeah. But ever since we saw what happened since last night, I wanted to bring that up. So like I said, follow us on the socials at 923WIL. W-I-L, it's new country for the STL. It's about time for us to get out of here, but today we learned that sometimes you just got to bribe your kids to eat their vegetables. It happens. It does happen. <laughs> and we also tied up the month in Remy versus Casey, so our sudden death game for the month of March will happen tomorrow. Remy's been so flustered this week. This is just not going to help the cause at all. This is not going to help the cause. If you missed it, he uh, his car got totaled yesterday, oh, and he's in thing. Disney World with the family right now, so it's a <laughs> wild week. Uh, what else you got, Meat? Uh, we also learned today in Meats Eats that there is a new spreadable cinnamon toast crunch ooh, ooh. dip spread, I guess. Uh, so you can check that out. Find it in stores now. Also, Qdoba has introduced a cheese-coated quesadilla. And Reba is taking her clothes off for the people. We learned that <laughs> for today. For money. For money. <laughs> In public. Exactly. If you missed it, you can catch up on everything on the podcast. Search Remy and Casey wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, 92.3 WIL. Have a great Thursday. See ya. See ya.